Hello to all you dunks out there, and welcome back to episode four of Doink, the podcast where Josh and I talk all things in the wacky world of sports. Sports. So, Josh, how was your weekend? Um, I was sick. Ah, uh, did you catch anything that happened this weekend? Because there was a lot that happened. Yeah, in sports. I caught a little bit of sports. Um, I definitely paid attention to the knowledge. Yes, not the knowledge, the uh, the news, because I was laid up in bed. Ah, oh, that's sick, man. pretty much that all sucks. weekend. Well, I can tell you right now, one of the highlights of this weekend was Fury Wilder. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. I mean, you and I both got it wrong. We um, both got it wrong. I called the round called the right. the round, though. You got the round right. But I had it flipped. Yeah. Um, I could not believe uh, how flat uh, Wilder, Wilder came out. did not seem himself. No, he didn't. Um, I mean, there's been reports coming out these last couple of days where he's saying that his ring attire... Was too killed heavy. his legs and was too heavy and he wasn't expecting the forty pounds with the batteries and the yeah. so why come out without a tire? I mean, you knew what the attire was going to look out, like. Come out, come out in the classic Rocky like silk yeah, robe. Just come out and just be bouncing. Exactly, it's all you got to do. Exactly. Um, but Fury but no, he this needs match. to pull a freaking Mustafa Ali yeah. with all the light up. All I know is Fury dominated this match. Oh, without a dominated doubt. this match. Yeah, I think he put him down in the third round. Seventh. No, 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 no. But in I'll put him down in the yeah, third, first time and then again in the fifth. The third, then I believe in the fifth, and then his towel threw in the, the, his corner they threw, threw in his towel. towel. That, yeah. that was a TKO. The match was over. So now, Fury is your lineal and, and your WBC, WBC World Heavyweight Champion, which means there's really only one guy kind of standing in his way without him being unified. Yeah, it's Anthony Joshua. Yep, and there's there's rumors that this could happen this year. This year. Yeah, fights don't usually have that quick a turnaround, man. No, these boxers usually only fight, you know, once, twice, maybe a year. once, twice a year. I mean, technically, yeah, this would be the second fight that this year for Fury. But I mean, that's when was the last time Joshua had a fight? I can't remember. End of last year. It was end of last yeah, year. Yeah, when he beat Anthony Ruiz. That's right. When he took his belt back. Yeah, Ruiz right. came in all out of shape and stuff. You know, yep, he, that's he right. came in like the doughboy that everybody thought he was for the first fight, but he actually was a good. All be his his appearance. He's a, he's got quick hands, and for whatever reason, he just didn't bring it to the last fight, and Joshua messed him up. So Fury looks so different to me in this fight because he didn't look at all like WWE Tyson Fury because yeah. he shaved his beard off. Yeah, yeah. And it looks so weird. I was like, that's not Tyson Fury. Uh, well, that's he, some other guy. I mean, he he came in all serious. You know, there was interviews <laughs> that he had oh, done. Yeah. He had done with like Max Kellerman and stuff like that, where he talked about how he he had quit drinking uh, Diet Coke. Like that was one of the big things for him to give up going into this fight was that he yeah. quit drinking diet. He coke. needed a slim. The, well, not even that. It was just he had to learn to get rid of certain things, certain vices, or yeah. whatever. Um, all in all, it was a good fight. Um, went to seven, like you said. Uh, both of us had you know Mr. Wilder coming out on top, but yeah. unfortunately, uh, you know, he just had too much uh too much gear and baggage when he was coming into the ring that it yeah. affected him or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, will we see Fury Wilder three? Possibly. I'd probably say I'd put that in 2022. Uh, I'd put it in 2021. I don't think Fury's gonna, Fury wants to stay, stick around for that much longer. You know what I mean? He he is up there. So 2021 is Fury's last fighting year. I think. Okay. Um. Well, you're saying he doesn't want to hang around that long until 2022. I, 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 I was going to say it was going to be February of 2022 or January. Very early in 2022. All right. Because next year, I, I agree with you. There's been speculation that Joshua versus Fury Fury is going to happen this year. I don't think it's going to happen until January or February next year. Okay. And then 
very early 2022 is going to be Fury Wilder 3, which is going to be Fury's last match. Well, that's if Fury gets by Joshua. Yeah. That's that's the big if right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. Um, Got to pay a little bit more closer attention to this. Yeah. Um, Because I think... Uh, I, I think they could book this match pretty quickly with uh, Joshua and Fury. I really yeah. do. Um, more stuff that came out of the weekend. Uh, another weekend in the uh, season XFL. of the XFL. Um, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, Seattle sucked this week too, but are you ready to get out of that Giants bandwagon, man? You mean the Guardians bandwagon? Gar- gar- yeah, um, yeah, Guardians. Giants, Guardians, New York, Trader, Eagles. Same freaking thing, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think so. Um, okay. The only reason I was liking the Guardians is because when I was excited for the XFL, I was like, oh, I'm going to travel to New York because it's not that far. Rutherford, New Jersey is only like three and a half, four hours. I can go catch a game. I don't want to go catch a game. These guys suck. <laughs> this team sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. What is it, like that. three, four picks so far this 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 freaking game? I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I didn't really run down the stats. I can just give you the scores. Uh, Houston remains your only undefeated team remaining in the XFL. Um, they beat Tampa Bay uh, barely 27. Uh, barely. Tampa it's Bay still, was running that game. It's it's still a it's still a win, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mark Tre- I think Mark Tressman heard me call him out, so all of a sudden he decided to start showing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Dallas goes over Seattle 24-12. Um, your Guardians, New York nine, St. Louis twenty nine. St. Louis is legit. Yep. And then DC, who was the number one power ranked team coming into last week. They get blown out of the water by LA, thirty-nine to nine. Yeah, an zero two team gets the biggest marginal win in the XFL so far. Yeah, yeah, at thirty points. Yeah, blows out DC. Yeah. Uh, so really, a lot of shuffling in the standings. There's only one team without a win. One team without a win and one, and one team, team without, without a loss. loss. Yeah. Good old uh, Tampa Bay sitting at the bottom of the East at zero and three. Hey, it sounds like Tampa Bay sitting at the bottom. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the uh, Guardians, New York Guardians, they're a one and two. Uh, DC sitting at two and one, and St. Louis is sitting at two and one, and then you got Houston at three and zero, Dallas at two and one, LA, LA at one and two, and Seattle at one and two. Um, kind of just give you guys a quick rundown of league leaders. Um, quarterback right now, league leader for passing yards is PJ Walker from Houston. Uh, he's thrown already for seven hundred forty-eight yards. He's got ten touchdowns to one interception. Uh, it's kind of funny because uh, I'm going to kind of give you a couple more players, but a lot of these guys have NFL ties, whether it's practice squads, they yeah. spent a couple of years in the NFL. Um, so it just tells you if you give these guys uh, a platform to actually perform on, you can see what these guys are yeah. capable of doing. They have actual football, so football quality. PJ Walker himself was on the Colts <laughs> practice squad last year. Hmm, Colts practice squad, Andrew Luck left. Yeah, I don't see a tie in. Um, running back. League leader right now uh, is actually from St. Louis. Uh, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. He's got 224 yards rushing. He scored his first touchdown this past week. Uh, He's running at a click of about 4.3 yards per carry, which is nice. Um, He's also spent some time in the NFL from 2015 to 2018. He played for three teams, the Redskins, the Colts, and the Eagles. Yep. Seeing a little bit of a trend here with the Colts. Um, And then right now... Who everyone is calling the breakout star of the NFL is Cam Phillips, wide receiver for the Houston uh, for the Houston Renegades, I believe is the name of the team. No, it's uh, Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks, Dallas Renegades. Sorry. Dallas Renegades. I'm sorry. Yeah, I gotta get better at this, guys. Um, so he's right now leading the league with 324 yards of offense as far as receiving, and he has seven touchdowns, dude. Yeah, dude, he's practically PJ Walker's go-to target. Yeah, and this guy, all right. Played for Buffalo back in 2018, and he was an ACC Player of the Year. 
when he played yep. in, in college. So the guy's the real deal. Um, just getting, again, a chance to showcase what he can do on the field, which is very, very, very important. You know what I mean? Yeah. These guys don't get a chance really in the NFL because you get on a team with a bunch of, you know, coaches who have their players already set, front offices who are like, hey, we gave this guy a first-round pick. Hey, we, we signed these guys to multi-million dollar deals. Yeah, let's see if you guys can pick up this extremely complicated playbook that you never learned in college. A lot of these coaches are willing to work a little bit more closely with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Like. So you're seeing, you're, you're seeing the fruits of their labor, which is really nice. And you and you hear during the live calling that if, if they run a play and they run it incorrectly, the coach will tell them, hey, this is what it was meant to be. You didn't get that read, but we'll do it this time. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll call a different play and kind of break it down to him a little bit more and kind of teach him on the fly. Yeah, which is which is key because again in the NFL you you miss an assignment, you miss something. <coughs> NFL stands for three letters, not for, for long. long period. Yeah. So the XFL is giving some of these guys an opportunity, which is really nice to see. Um, we're gonna go into Major League Baseball right now because we're I'll, gonna say what our records are in spring training, pretty much. Do we have to? Well. I'm just going to say the Red Sox are 2-2. Two two. Okay. Do you want me to say what yours are so you no. don't have to go through no, the embarrassment no, no, of saying no. it? I'm not embarrassed. It is what it is. I mean, it's only spring training. Yeah. Oakland's 0-5. Well, that's also, if you think about it, um, it is spring training. All of your stars aren't necessarily playing yeah, every the game. Yeah, the pitches The pitches are, are being switched a, yeah, out after one, one inning, inning, two innings, yeah. 13 pitches, 15 pitches. Yeah. They're not really getting a full time to shine, but that's because they're testing all these newer guys out so they know who they're going to add to their rosters. Yeah, no, no, I get it, I get it. It just, it just sucks to be 0-5. Something else. I don't know if we mentioned it last week, but about spring training. Pedroia is out. Yes, he is. He's hurt again. Yep. Um, His career is over. 60-day IR. There's conversation that he's going to retire and become um, another coach, like a like an infield coach. Yeah, well, that's what he needs to he do. He does, yeah. His, 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 he's had a great career. He's, he he has. MVP, he really has. He's brought in multiple World Series cha- championships here with David Ortiz. Don't, don't, um... He doesn't need to keep playing to prove it's to, no, to everybody. He's go- he's- everybody in Boston respects the hell out of Dustin Pedroia. I think it's more of love. He loves the sport. No, no, no. I think the no, city we, of Boston loves... We love Dustin Pedroia. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's been a career guy, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't played anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Came up He's a career system. Boston yep. Red Sox. Just retire. Yeah. Just call it a day. Join Ron Renneke's coaching group and just go from there. Think of this. Ron Renneke, Jason Veritek, Dustin Pedroia yeah. as your number one, number two, number three. I love it. That's crazy. I'm not a Red Sox fan, but yeah, good. Yeah. That'd be, be really good. Yeah. Um. So, more news... Out of Major League Baseball actually came down. Um, we record this on Tuesdays, so this came down today. Yeah. Uh, Luis Severino. Luis Severino from the uh, New, New York, York Yankees. Yankees is done for the season. Tommy John. Tommy John surgery. That's huge. Absolutely blow. insane. Huge blow to the New York Yankees, who many people, including MLB.com, had listed as, as number one team. Number one team for the World Series title this year. Yeah. Was the Yankees. This is a huge blow. This is their number one starter. Out with Tommy John. It's yeah. Ridiculous. It's like if uh who's your number one pitcher? Oh, we I mean that I mean uh, It's like if Chris Sale went out for us. Okay, yeah. I guess you could say that. I mean for Oakland it's tough because we have Mike Fires, and then we got AJ Puke, uh AJ Puck, I'm sorry, who um young young guy. Um I mean Franklin Barreto, Sean Manaya. 
I mean, last year we had injuries to the pitching staff, and somehow, you know, we still won 97 games. <laughs> we didn't have injuries to our pitching staff, and we didn't play well at all. Oh, you had injuries to your pitching staff last year? You lost Erod. You lost Sale. You, uh, you guys had injuries to your pitching staff. Yeah, but when our pitching staff was healthy, they weren't playing properly. Erod was playing great. Okay, Erod. That is a pitcher, not a pitching staff. Okay, but it's still, it starts somewhere. It takes one guy to start it. You know what I mean? Can't all have three-headed monsters like Oakland had in the early 2000s or Atlanta had throughout the the 90s. All right, Okay? I mean, you can't all be graced with Pedro Martinez and Kurt Schilling every year. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You're right. Oh, man. Um, you want to move into a little bit of NHL? Yes, yes, because this has been a very exciting week. Trade deadline. Trade deadline just passed. Um, a lot of moves, a lot of plays. We had a shifted huge around. move. I think it was yesterday or the day before where uh, we found ourselves with a new forward from the Anaheim Ducks, Nick Ritchie. Okay. And we got rid of Danton Heinen, which shocked me. Yeah, he's been with the Bruins for a while. Yeah. And has been performing um, on our front line. And to trade him for Nick Ritchie, I get it. Nick Ritchie's a star um, in Anaheim. Yep. But that's that's still a big shock to our system. Another uh, couple Bruins news. Um, Joaquin Nordstrom, it's his birthday today. So okay. I just wanted to shout that oh, out. We shouted yeah. out uh, birthdays yesterday. Yep. Happy or birthday. yesterday as of uploading this yep. um, for the wrestling show. And as well as that... Um, the Boston Bruins, Yavislir Halak, is making his 500th start um, on tonight's game wow. um, with uh, against the Calgary Flames. Wow. It's either 500th start or 500th game. I'm assuming it's his 500th start because if he doesn't play, it's not considered a game. Yeah, correct, because goalies have to... Yeah, they have to you, play. Um, unless you're an emergency goalie. Yeah, which we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. Um, Any big moves for you? I mean, the... Um, Oh, what's it called? Avalanche brought in a new goaltender, uh, Michael Hutchinson. Um, I did see that, yeah. Because of uh, because of injuries, <coughs> like we were saying, um, um, with Grubauer being out, yeah. you need to bring in some bodies. So they did bring in a, a new goaltender. Um, I mean, this team's primed. This this team needs to really make a run this year. I mean, this is the year. Nate McKinnon, Lance Gog, you 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 have the team to to really push offensively, and have they proved it already with the goal differential. We're not going to go over standings with the NHL. No, we're going to do those. We're going to do standings on NBA, NHL, MLB, and such like that. Standings outside of football on our Friday yes. episodes. Yep. Um, XFLs are going to be obviously on Tuesdays, and when NFL season comes around, we'll do those on Tuesdays. Yeah. Or yep. Wednesday episodes, rather, um, because that's when the week's over. Yep. So. Emergency goaltending. Yeah. Dude. We had a big... Big oh another thing from the NHL that I completely forgot. We'll talk about it right now before we get into the emergency goaltending. Alex Ovechkin, I know seven hundred goals. <laughs> yeah, God, he all is, for one team. He's unbelievable. I think he's the second ever player to score all his seven hundred goals for one team. Yeah, cause was the other Lemieux? Uh, possibly. I don't know off the top of my head. I believe the other was Lemieux because um, people who who have scored uh, 700 goals in their career. Uh, let me see really quickly. I'm just gonna pull up the stat sheet real quick. But yeah, um, yeah, that happened. I believe it was this past Saturday that he scored his 700th goal. Um, 
That's crazy. This guy's been in the league for years. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for decades. Yep, he's he's the eighth player to score um, 700 goals in his career. So, to give you the list of players who have scored 700 goals in their career, you have Alexander Ovechkin, Mike Gartner, Phil Esposito, Marcel Dion, Brett Hull, Yarmir Yaga, Gordie Howe, and Wayne Gretzky. Um, it wasn't Yager, was it? No, Yager's been on many, 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 many teams. Uh, so it wasn't Gartner. I believe it wasn't Brett Hull because Brett Hull played on um played on a multitude of teams. He was with the Stars. Uh, he was with the Red Wings. So I know he bounced around throughout the uh throughout the point in his career. Uh, Phil Esposito played for three teams. He played for the Blackhawks. Obviously, most famously, he played for the Bruins. Yep. And he played for the Rangers. Um, Marcel Dion played for the Red Wings, the Kings, and the Rangers as well. No, I know for a fact it's not Yaga. Yaga's... Spent time with Pittsburgh, Washington, New York. I think he's is he still playing? No, he was playing last year for the Flames. So yeah, he, he, he. So no, Alexander Ovechkin is the only guy to ever score seven hundred goals while playing for a single team. Yeah, nobody else has counts. done it. Nobody else has done it. Wayne Gretzky bounced around, as we all famously know. He was he he played for Edmonton. He played for L.A. He played, um. Edmonton, L.A., St. Louis, the Rangers. I mean, he played in many, many different places throughout his career. Um, and obviously, Gordie Howe played forever. <laughs> yeah. So, nope, Alexander Ovechkin is the only guy to ever score 700 goals while playing for a single jersey. I'm trying to pull up that stat about Ovechkin to try and see. Because there was a post on NHL's Instagram that mentioned, excuse excuse my being very, uh, what do you want to call it, congested right now, um, where it said about his 700 goals, and it had a stat like in the breakdown where, yeah, it's the eighth person to make it, but it doesn't say... Uh, how many yeah no it, it doesn't tell me right now uh, who was there was a stat that said like this many people did it with this many teams or this many people did it oh I think it was the second fastest is what I saw okay the second fastest to reach 700 goals okay alright so that might be it Goalkeepers. Goalkeepers. David Ayers for the Hurricanes. Actually, he was the Zamboni driver for the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, Coca-Cola Stadium. Um, Both the goalkeepers for the Canes got taken out early. Uh, About halfway into the second period, the second one got a nasty hit. Like, clothesline, crossbody hit. Um, Trying to go out for a puck and just gets absolutely demolished. So then David Ayers, 42-year-old, um, suits up, and then he lets up two goals straight. <coughs> and everyone's thinking, oh, God, here we go. This is going to be the downfall for the Canes. They're not going not gonna to be able to swing back from this. He's going to keep giving up. No. Eight straight saves after that. 
with three assisted goals for the Canes, um, leading them to a 6-3 to three victory. He is the second goal, uh, emergency goalkeeper to come into a game and help his team to win. Yes. To make a, to make a save is the key thing. Yeah. yeah. To make a save. Who was the first? So, um, back in 2018, um, Scott Foster. So, uh, just so people are aware, okay. Scott Foster was an accountant and an amateur hockey player. So, he didn't even drive his Zamboni. He wasn't at the ring every day. So, he uh, he got called into emergency... That's crazy. He got called into emergency duties because uh, Corey Crawford, who was um, the starting goaltender, obviously, for the Blackhawks, season was ended with a concussion. And um, unfortunately, there was an injury that happened midway through the uh, third period, which they had to call Mr. Foster in. And he came in, played 14 minutes, faced seven shots, and stopped. Saved seven, seven shots. shots. So even though Colin Delia was credited with the win, Foster was actually named the game's top star at the end of it all. Yeah, he uh, David Ayers was named the star of the game for the Canes. Yeah, as should be when these guys are coming in and having all these um, emergency yeah. things that are happening. So to me, Foster's performance is just way more impressive. Way more impressive. Seven shots, seven stops. I so this one was mm, ten shots, eight stops. Okay, but he also played for twenty-eight minutes over fourteen. Okay, he also came in, um, unready as well. Yeah, well, yeah, but well, that's, that's like an emergency, that, that's emergency goalkeeper. You're not going to dress for it. Yeah. Um, I think it's impressive because the Blackhawks. You said it was the Blackhawks, correct? Yeah. They already had a six-two lead, so even if he did give up a goal here, there, it wouldn't have mattered because they didn't need to score anymore. You think six goals is a lot in the NHL? Come on, not with guys like Ovechkin scoring seven hundred. Well, I mean, the Bruins got nine scored on them by the Flames the other day. Okay, so there you go. Whatever. Um, no, I. They're both very effective and both very. Outstanding in their own right. I mean, correct. Any time an emergency goalkeeper can come in and perform, it's Hats unbelievable. Off. Tip my cap. Unbelievable. All right. I think we only have two more little bits of news. Two more things. So we're going to go to NASCAR first yeah. because I actually just got texted something, um, and then we'll get to the NBA. Okay. So NASCAR, very quickly, the uh, Pennzoil 400 for the second year in a row was won by Joey Logano. And it's kind of funny because it's a Pennzoil 400, and the car that he drives is actually sponsored Pennzoil. by Pennzoil. So it's actually just a weird coincidence. Irony. Um, huge risk taken by Logano's crew chief because um, under the, I believe it was the eighth caution of the race at lap 261, Logano stood out, didn't come in, get any kind of maintenance done to the vehicle, and luckily he beat the he beat the field to. Um, to, to the last caution that subsequently ended the race because cars were spinning out behind him. And, you know, luckily he can just cruise around the track, collect his checkered flag, yeah. and, and win the race. So very smart pit strategy yeah. strategy done by his crew chief as well as the guy who finished in second place. Um, The only guy who took four ties who finished in the top five, Jimmy Johnson. 
Yeah. Only guy. Everybody else took two tires. He was the only one to finish in the top five with uh, with four fresh tires. NBA. So I'll let you talk about Celtics Lakers because I just got texted something about the NBA. So Celtics Lakers, one fourteen one twelve Lakers win. It was a remarkably very. It was probably one of the best basketball games this season. It was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Doesn't help that the Celtics started cold. No. They were awful at the beginning of that game. Yeah. They were- and then they came out hot. And then towards the the fourth period, which is what I majorly caught, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But towards the end of the game, I hate to always say this, but it almost looked like the refs were given a little bit of a rub well, they were to the Lakers. In LA. Yeah, playing in L.A. What did you get texted about? Vanessa Bryant is suing the helicopter company. I did see that, yeah. Yep, I just got informed by my sister. My sister was just texting me as we were recording. Yeah, she... Vanessa Bryant is suing the helicopter operator uh, for, I guess, wrongful death of her husband and her daughter. Um, We knew... We had been talking off-air about a lot of this quote-unquote legal stuff. I'm not a lawyer. You're not a lawyer. Just how things seem to work in this world nowadays. If something happens, somebody sues somebody over something. So we've been talking kind of, you know, private conversations about, well, what do we think is going to happen? So we both said that lawsuits were going to be coming down yeah. based on, on these fatalities. It is not the way I thought it was going to come down. I didn't think Bryant, Vanessa Bryant would be the first one throwing the hammer down. I thought maybe it would have been some of the other families. Yeah. And in a different direction, not necessarily at the helicopter operator, but now understanding how the how everything worked out with the helicopter company and the Bryant family, Yeah, this just seems to be the route it's going to go, and you're going to see other names eventually being attached to this yeah. whole mess. So not to end the show on a somber note, but yes, Vanessa Bryant has pushed forward a lawsuit against the helicopter operator, and obviously we'll keep you updated with that as we'll... Yeah, um, um, I know we didn't really talk about it much. I'll, I'll say this right now. On Friday's episode of Doinked, um, I'll try and catch the uh the uh the tribute to Kobe. Okay. I didn't catch it in its full. I caught highlights of it, but I do want to catch it in full and I do want to talk about some of the things that Shaq said, some of the things that Michael Jordan said, some of the things that Bryant uh Vanessa Bryant said. Yeah, we in the shorter episodes, we want to kind of tackle the XFL at the beginning of the week, just highlight our teams that we follow yeah. on these episodes, talk a little bit about NASCAR, and then the later in the week episodes where we can really get to the meat and potatoes on your NBA, on your MLB, on your NHL, and just kind of preview some other stuff that may be happening going into the weekend. So this way you guys at least have an idea of going forward what we're kind of going to yeah. be talking about. Yeah, and kind of give our previews as to what could happen over the weekend Correct. if there's a big golf tournament or exactly. a NASCAR event or what have you. Exactly. So um, that calls it for this episode. That basically finishes, yeah. Um. Truly appreciate you guys always coming out, yeah. listening to the doinks here, Josh and Dave. Um, as always, pref- love if you guys followed us on our Instagram, followed us on our Facebook, Double Doink Network. Um, we're always open ears to any suggestions. Yeah. Questions, comments, concerns, otherwise. Hit us up. Like, share, subscribe. Always follow us, my friends. Um, actually, scratch that. Always follow us, our doinks. Yeah. We truly appreciate it. Uh, you guys are the bloodline when yeah, it comes to this family. stuff. So don't ever hesitate to reach out. Uh, give us any anything that you have to say about anything. 
comment about your favorite teams, about your favorite players in any sport. We'll be mentioned. We'll definitely mention you guys when we do uh, when we do recaps in the following episodes. Yeah. Um. So for now, I've been Dave. I've been Josh. And we only got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.